and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I'm your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three just just so happy players. Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Winkle. We are so happy. How are Hello, I'm so happy to be here. Do I sound sarcastic at all? Nope. 100% serious. That's that's your serious oh, voice. I know. That's, well. that's what I'm going for. Totally. Straight edge. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, they will be reprising their one-shot characters this evening, as we do our little self-contained story, as uh, Kurt Van Helsing, Toph, Tophelia, Dandelion, and Burdock, and Dick Fate, the uh, bard, cleric, and barbarian. Because this time they got together and figured out party balance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's only taken us a couple of years. <laughs> it is shocking that it is a couple of years at this rate. <laughs> well, to be fair, we've only really been playing the other, the one campaign where we all picked characters separately and all ended up with really combat-heavy characters. I want to yeah, be a that's... fighter. I want to be a fighter. I want to be a fighter who can cast one spell a day. <laughs> yeah. Party. Hey, I'll tell you what, we kill shit. You do. We do. We do kill shit a lot. You've you've killed some some fancy things in the main campaign. Yeah. Lots of different monsters and horrible homebrew concoctions. We uh, kill shit hard. Hmm. Well, not, 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 not interestingly, uh, not with any finesse, but we do kill stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, are... not with any strategy or thought. No, 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 no. Just, just, just keep rolling to hit and see what happens. Yeah. Uh but that's another story. Right now, we're back in time. Yay! Back to the future, time travel, all those things. And in our little one-shot story, three heroes who don't particularly know each other, but uh, were apparently known to the Varadin government, were selected to accompany the Prime Arbitrator Samuel Kren on a little mission outside the city to recover some artifacts that are presumably quite powerful and may at this point have fallen into the wrong hands, you don't know. As you set off from the city and found the caravan that they were being stored in, attacked, turned over, and you were about to go look inside it after a horrible roll from Toph made her stand mm. still and look at her shoelaces for five minutes, yeah. you were all attacked by demons, actual demons from the abyss, literally tore through the walls and fabric of reality and came out to uh, say hello and try kill you all. And that as, was, they, as they want to do, really. As they do. They're demons. They, they love chaos and evil and killing. That's, you know, that's kind of their raison d'etre. But uh, you fought them off in quite a quite a decent battle for your first fight as these characters. God, it was long. <laughs> <laughs> I am in so much pain now. <laughs> yeah, Kurt kind of got body slammed at the end. He's uh, not doing great, but he survived. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking like uh, seven hit points at the moment. <laughs> nice. Whereas the other two aren't that bad. Funnily enough, the tanks are okay. Funnily enough. Yep. <laughs> Poor little bard. Oh well. I should not have stepped in to cast a spell that I couldn't actually cast anyway. <laughs> That's the best part of it. That is the best part. You casted a spell that you couldn't cast, and that's what got you bodied. <laughs> Bad times. Learning learning new character, guys, learning new character. Not used to spells and not used to dying. Actually I am kinda of used to dying with Tommy. Get very close anyway. 
You used, used to being aggro and eventually drawing death. Whereas here it's more, hey, I got hit once. Oh god, all my health. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. It's pretty much. I can take one round of combat from the Glasgow Zoo. Oh, oh god, he hurts. Oh, my insides. <laughs> and now I'm blind and grappled and I can't get away. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> that was and what can I do instead? I can buff people. <laughs> Who wants a buff, guys? You and, can turn uh, yourself into a T-Rex. I can do that. Yeah. As we learned last time. But does that mean that he stopped being a T-Rex now? Uh, well. No, well, you're still a T-Rex. Not you're... technically, but I think, I think I'm going to because I've got something, I've got something I want to do. Yeah. Uh, just before we jump into this session, I have one thing to note for our listeners at home and for my players. We're going to bring in one of the optional rules from the uh, Dungeon Master's Guide, which is called Cleave. Basically, if they kill an enemy and they do more damage than itself, and there is another enemy within five feet, that damage can get transferred onto them, cleaving through the target and hurting another one. It's basically to keep combat a little bit faster, especially as we get into these higher levels where there's going to be lots more enemies and lots of tougher people showing up. We thought it'd be fun and kind of keep things light, and everyone, I think, is quite happy with the change. So, yeah, sounds yeah, good. Definitely. Absolutely, I was quite suspicious of him including it, but um, I think I'm happy now. Something to help us? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sit right with me, you know? What, ulterior motives? Me? <laughs> I perish the thought. Anyway. That was, that was a really convincing laugh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so convincing. Uh, so, as we jump back into today's session, we, uh, yeah, are you dismissing your T-Rex spell as the... Uh, Glasbrazu has been impaled by Dick Fate and he is collapsing to the ground. You notice as the demon falls, he actually starts to fade. He doesn't seem to leave some sort of corpse. His body begins to almost melt and become transparent in parts. So he's almost like decaying into nothingness and fading at the same time. Dick, he kind of locks you with this hateful glare as he begins to fade and you just kind of hear him whisper, <sighs> Would have killed me without help. And he glances behind him where you saw Montel held his arms back a moment ago. None of the rest of you hear that. It seems to have just gone psychically transmitted to Dick as this creature is struggling to hold on to its form and vocal cords and anything else as it disappears. And you notice all the the manes, the little uh, nasty undead fiends that were swarming out of the portal are also just instantly decaying and disappearing. It's almost like whatever keeps them in this realm fades upon their death. And whether they're even truly dead, that would take a uh, religion check from Toph over there. Yeah, let me do it. Let me do it. Go for it. Dead. Do it. Do it. Um, as you guys are watching this happen and you look down, you see the other portal has stopped spewing more of the tiny demons. And uh, Kren and his guards are covered in demonic blood. And they have held their own. They look... A little worse for wear, a little tired. Kren seems okay, like he seems to have held his own. You actually notice now, as he's in more of a fighting stance, he's wielding this long, slightly glowing sword that looks very fancy. And uh, as the last of the demons fade, those two rifts, the one that opened near you guys and the one that's opened near Kren, fade. Uh, Question for you, the demon blood, does that also fade too? does not, but it does dry out very quickly. You're left with this kind of mucky nastiness on you. Okay, just, just wondering. Uh, Toph, with a 10, you have heard stories about what happens when demons and devils die in the material plane. 
you're not 100% on the ins and outs and how it works in the whole demonic and devil hierarchy, but when they die on the material plane, you're pretty certain they don't die. They just go back to the Abyss or go back to the Nine Hells. Oh dear, we might be seeing them again. That is one of the uh, major issues with uh, demonic summonings and things of that nature. Yeah, they're not dead, guys. They're clearly dead. Dick impale this one. Dick and Montel take this one down. You guys, you guys there too. I I, I was a fucking T-Rex, mate. As were you. Don't forget. Thanks to me. Dick have no memory of T-Rex. Dick, Dick, Dick. Dick do all the heavy lifting here. What the fuck? You you were confused for fucking ages. <laughs> you pr- you pretty much woke up, mate, just to deliver the final blow. Yeah. Kill Dick, stealer. Dick no see you deliver final blow. I was too busy biting the shit out of it as a T-Rex. Didn't want to blow no dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I think that was that was quite um quite eventful. Do you think the uh, others are alright? I don't know. Do you want to go? Well, should we go and ask them if they need some healing? Yeah, right. You guys go down there. Are any of you going to inspect the caravan, or you're just going to regroup with Kren together? I think I think we'll regroup and um, get get some health back. I think first before we do anything rash, unless anyone's got any objections to that. You suffice to say, one hit will kill me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm going to thank Montel and grab him on the way down. So okay. Uh, as you, are you think, Montal, you just trying to go, not to worry, buddy, you're the guy who finished him off. What a strike. That's why we work on our double team moves, isn't it, buddy? Yeah, Dick and Montel, we got each other's back. We good, we good friends, we good people. Damn right. And uh, as you guys kind of move down and uh, Kren and his guard are kind of like, well, they watch the portal fade, but they're still quite on edge. Uh, Kren and a few of them turn to see you guys approach. <sighs> well, that was... A bit unexpected. Uh, I've never seen a demonic incursion up close and personal. Is this normal for any of you three? Uh, not, uh, not me, mate. No. Um, that was, yeah, quite eventful, as I was saying to the guys up the top there. Uh, yeah, no, we're not expecting that. Did you see the big bugger we took down? Yes, it was uh, most impressive. Uh, I'm glad we were able to stem the tide from this side to give you all the opportunity to kill that thing. Were you a giant lizard? Is that a dragon? Uh, T-Rex, actually. Um, prehistoric creature. Yeah, quite quite impressive, isn't it? Yeah, it I, I did some um, did some studying of paleontology in my youth. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. like hand-waving about why I know what a T-Rex is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad to see it came in handy. It certainly did. Yeah. Nasty big beast. Good bite. But that, that fucking demon, that was that was evil. Uh, nice sword you got there, Sam, by the way. Oh, this? And he kind of turns it around a few times in his hand. Oh, it's a little bit of a flourish. Yes, um, it's been in my family for a long time. It's called Oathkeeper. It's supposed to signify our commitment to the city, at least, I think, originally. It's uh, quite a blade. Very good, actually, against uh, demons and devils. My uh, my great-grandfather apparently used it to some effect in, uh, I don't know, some war. <laughs> I was never much for history myself. <laughs> hmm, very nice. Does it, um, so it does more damage against these kind of creatures, you reckon, than anything else? 
Oh, yes, it's a, a very effective at smiting them back to their own plane. Mm. Very fancy. Looks the part. Quite jealous. <laughs> it's, it's like your height, mate. What, the sword? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's quite large, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what are you saying about my height? <laughs> if in me, I'm just as small as you. Yeah, pretty much, anyway. <laughs> I'm kind of, kind, of, kind of glaring at her a little bit, like, why, why does it always have to come out to height, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dick's just going to raise an eyebrow at you two and go, you are a fancy man. Maybe Dick take a look at Sword. And hold out his hand. See if he'll let him hold it. Um, I, I'm afraid not, sir. This thing's been with me since I was a young child. I wouldn't see it parted. Oh, no, not... Dick no one to keep Sword. Dick just admire it. Uh, do me a persuasion. Yeah. <laughs> buff him. Go for it. Oh, what, do you want me to buff him? I don't no. think I've got any left, anyway. Oh. So. <laughs> Oh, 19. Booyah! <laughs> Dick, you persuasive motherfucker. Wow. I'll, I'll have you know that Kren rolled an 18. Bloody hell. Um, he looks at you and uh, he turns the sword around and goes, um, I suppose there's no harm in it. And kind of hands it to you. What are you uh, yeah, doing just with go- it? I just want to take a closer look at it. Maybe, you know, swing it around a couple of times. You know? See how it feels. See if I notice anything particularly. Uh, I mean, I'm, special I'm, I'm, about I'm, it. While I'm while I'm watching Dick do it, maybe I'll take an arcana check on it and just see if I can work out what it does. Sure, do an arcana. Um, Dick, as you like, hold the sword. The hilt is very, uh, very engraved. This golden inlaced writing. It's in a language that you don't understand, but it's perfectly balanced. The blade edge itself has this kind of icy blue sheen to it, like a lighter color than your sword. And as you swing it around, it's just got this nice flow through the air. It feels so easy to use. With a 13 uh, on your arcana there, Kurt, you don't know exactly what it is. Uh, Your first impression with that is it's definitely some sort of magical sword. It's not normal. It looks very rare. Perfectly balanced as all things should be. Yeah, Dick, Dick will hand it back after, you know, had a bit of a swing, bit of a play with it, bit of a bit more of a gander. Made out of dragon glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he takes the sword back and, like, she's, you do notice a few of the guards kind of tense their grip on their weapons as you were playing about with it, but they seem to, you know, relax a little as you give the sword back. Do, um, do any of your guys need a bit of healing? Or <sighs> you yourself, even? Well, yes, we took a little bit of damage. I think I'm okay, though. Uh, but Emmerich over there, he uh, could do the... If you've got uh, any spare healing spells. Okay. Um, or even just Emmerich, first aid. Uh, Emmerich, mate, uh, do you want to join us? I've got a little dance I want to organise. should get some health back. Emmerich, so... Uh, Cox and I at you, and, like, Cox's eyebrow up, like, um, a dance? I, uh... Uh, you're just going to have to trust me. <laughs> and what <laughs> I'm going to do... <laughs> is <laughs> all right. So this this is this is where we find out what Cookson will let me let me do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to cast Healing Spirit. Okay. Okay. So I'll do that now. Okay. So uh, we're out of combat. It lasts for one minute, mm-hmm. and it deals, but well, it gives D6 hit points back to any creature. Whenever you or a creature you can see moves into the spirit space, 
for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, you can cause the spirit to restore 1d6 hit points to that creature. No action required. Okay. Okay. So, if I step into that, I get 1d6. Yep. If the next person steps into that, they get 1d6. 1d6, 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 all the way around 10 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yep. If I step in, step through it, and then hold an action to step back through it after the last person has stepped through it, mm-hmm. I'm stepping through it on a turn, which is my turn. I'm then stepping through it on another turn, which is their turn. Mm, let's see. So until the spell ends, for the first time, or start your turn there. Um... First time on a turn, not on a ra- in a round, on a turn. Yeah, so that'd be technically on your turn. But if I, um, if, yeah, if I, I hold f- an action, yeah, that's, 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 that's where the internet explodes. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to bring it up, because I think it's quite an interesting one. It is. You know what? I would say, if you were willing to sacrifice your action to hold it to make a dash action back towards yeah. your healing spirit, I would give you the extra d6. You would? Yeah. Okay. Because you're effectively cool. giving up your turn to do it. And yeah, that's, isn't that's, that much. That's, that's what the, 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 the balance is. Okay? Yeah. So if we all do that, we can all roll 20 d6 each. Yeah. Yep. I don't need it. What? You don't need it, but Dick Fate, you can roll 20 d6 and that gives you hump. Why not? <laughs> I, I want to know, though, what does your healing spirit look like? Ah, what, is, what is Kurt's healing spirit? Kurt, Kurt's healing spirit is a hawk, ah. but it's, it's a thunderhawk. So it's a hawk clutching... <laughs> Clutching lightning bolts in each of its claws, right? <laughs> yes. and its claws—its claws are held up as if they're like doing the rock on symbol <laughs> around the two thunderbolts, and that, and Love it's screaming it. to the sun, like, yeah. So that's it. This is the symbol of his band as well. Okay. <laughs> as you cast the spell, this uh, golden hawk comes forth. This like massive, illusory uh, spiritual creature holding up the double the double devil horns. He goes, heal in my healing juices. Everybody get close. <laughs> and starts spraying you all with this like weird liquid. It's kind of like flapping off his feathers. <laughs> now, if I wasn't if I wasn't sacrificing my action, I'd be soloing right now. But I'm just using my action to to get to get everyone ready in their in their moves in this little dance that we're going to do where we run through it each time. Okay. So I'm okay. rolling twenty d sixes. Yes. Do you want to go first? <laughs> do, do I just do? I, can I just can, can I just make one roll of twenty d sixes? Yeah, we just you roll. roll. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyone, you're back to full health. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, can I just say I'm back to full health, or do you want me to roll it? Uh you've only got seventy six health max. Yeah, you average, you'll be back to full health. It's okay. Okay, cool. That's fine. I just uh, yeah. So 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 that's why um, healing spirit is really good outside of combat. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that, it's, it's a good spell. <laughs> yes, it's not that great inside combat. I mean, it's quite handy because I can use a bonus action to move my little um, thunderhawk around. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's good for stopping people dying in combat. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I got it for. Mm-hmm. And then I was reading into it, and I went, "Oh, oh, oh, that's exactly what I need right now." It's so. a level two spell. It is a level two spell. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> yep. Is that fucking it? Jesus Christ. So yeah, so that's why wow. I wanted to discuss this on pod because I think it's one of those one of the things that if it hasn't come up in your game before, any of to any of our listeners, it's quite interesting. But obviously, you need to talk to your DM about it because some people would see that as OP. Mm-hmm. But oh, you are you are sacrificing. Yeah, go on. just um, just 
like um like thrust it upon him in the middle of a podcast so he can't say no <laughs> partly and... uh no no it's, it's it's more one of those things where it's where it's as as Cookson said it's it's balanced by the fact that you're basically giving up your turn for for if it was in combat it was for like 2d6 worth of healing which isn't actually that much and uh a word to all you dms out there no matter how overpowered it seems y'all can just make something up and kill them whenever you want <laughs> you know just saying i mean we, we've, we've not really done any kind of um rules discussion much in the main campaign and i just i just came across it and i thought it'd be an interesting thing to, hmm. to talk about so uh there are some there are some fun combinations of things that you can do it's always a, yeah uh, i like chatting about them but okay then so as thunderhawk's thunderhawk drapes his juices over you all and you uh, <laughs> heal up the guards look a little bit confused but uh you know they like the juices they get to uh, they get uh, all that heals and health back they feel good and uh, that is it then. So the healing spirit disappears. So what are y'all doing now? You're all kind of stood around in a big huddle. Um, do we want to take a short rest anyway to get abilities back? Or should we just go and start looking at this crate? Uh, I'll say this, Kurt, because you were the one who noticed it in the first place. Those rifts are gone, but this area still has that weird heat haze where everything looks shimmery and strange. Okay, so I'm going to say if anyone's thinking about a... Um... Having a short rest, I think maybe we should do it away from this place. I can't get any short, like anything from a short rest, can I? I think all three of you are more long rest people. Yeah, we yeah. are. I, I get back all my class abilities, class which abilities, is all yeah. my bardic inspiration, cutting words and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, it will be handy. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I, I, noticing that the shimmering still going on, I think it might be a good idea to sort of find out what we need to from this place and start making our way away from it. Yeah, I didn't really see anything in the in the caravan. I don't know if there's something there, though. Uh, I might take a look, if you don't mind. Yeah, you carry on. Go on, do me an investigation as you uh, approach so the, the caravan. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm going to make a... What do you want to do? Perception or investigation? Yeah, investigation. Uh, a 10, so not the best roll, but... Yeah, okay. So, with, with your turn, you approach the caravan. You see it's been turned over. It was uh, pre-attack. Seemed quite a, a nice piece of kit. Definitely looks like someone spent a fair bit of money on it. It's quite large, especially uh, for a uh, especially for a halfling. Like, you're looking like, ooh, wow, this is big. Uh, you look around to the back where, the, uh, where it's tipped on its side, and you look through and see what's on the inside of the caravan. And you see four brutally murdered elves... Oh, fuck me. Uh, guys, there's um, some dead elves over here. Uh, looks like they didn't have much of a fun time of it. Mm. You also notice with your 10, you see no like chests or containers or whatever would be holding these artifacts. You do see one strange thing, though. You see on the wall on what would have been the right-hand side of the caravan, if it was uh, on its wheels, a couple of chains... Not manacles, not something that would hold a person. Something that may have been used to for like storage, to keep something in one place, perhaps to keep it more securely contained. But uh, with your ten investigation, that's the best you get off the chain. Can I? I can't, can't look for, look closer at the chain itself. No, that's what you. That's what you think of it. Okay. To you, it looks like a normal chain. It's just a bit odd in its sort of positioning and how it's been set up. It's clearly been broken. 
or it's whatever was keeping it contained to like as one solid piece is not there anymore. So it's either been snapped or there was a lock of some sort. Okay, I might um I might go and see if I can have a closer look at the elves and just see if I can work out what might have um slaughtered them. Sure. You um I'll do a separate investigation of the elves. See how much you can pick out of them. Ah, well, nothing at all. It's yeah, smell obviously. <laughs> With a natural <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, they they're a bit pungent. Um. You can see they've been horribly killed, like, lots of slash wounds, there's blood everywhere. Best guess, they look like four dead high elves. Uh, yeah, you might want to come and have a look at this. It looks like whatever was in this cart's been, well, quite quite violently ripped away from the back. These chains have been broken at the back. And yeah, the, um, the high elves are not in a good way, and they do not smell nice. They're a bit ripe. Kren uh, wanders over as well and takes a look and says, Dear gods above. Ah. Damn it. Uh, Buddy's yours, Sam? No, no one I knew, but... These people were only here, and they're only dead because of me. Guards! And he signals over to his men. You, he picks one out. Go tell the rest of the squad. We're going to rendezvous outside the woods, away from here, where it's safe. We'll set up camp for the night. And you notice it is starting to grow a little bit dark now. You, um... You, Kurt, you mentioned you saw some footprints leading away before we were attacked. Is that correct? Could you follow them? I could give it a punt, unless anybody's a better tracker. I mean, I only dabble. Uh, Would that be survival? Yeah, it'd be a survival check. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm proficient. You want to have a look at the footprints? Yeah, yeah, go on. I'll take a gander with a survival one. They're just down there, Dick. Ooh, Ooh. A 23. With a natural <laughs> D- 20. D- it crits it. I mean, to Dick, it's, it's, it's got to be obvious, really. Come on, how could you miss it? <laughs> yeah, you, you look around, you're like, yeah, it's obvious. These are the footprints leading away. There's two injured people. Uh, looking at the direction, this is uh, southwest. Yeah, yeah, definitely southwest. <laughs> I can see the scrape on the, on the tree there where one of them had to catch their breath. Uh, they were clearly dragging something, actually. Uh, Dick, you missed that. Uh, sorry, Kurt, you missed that. They were dragging something heavy behind them as well as being injured. That's what was slowing them down. And uh, yeah, no, that's, that's everything. And in fact, southwest, pretty certain that's where the town they mentioned of the uh, rendezvous point was supposed to be. That, so that's what a nat 20 gets you. <laughs> it's, 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 it's your full-on Aragorn moment, isn't it? Yeah. You hobbits lay here. Dick's completely gonna... slack-jawed. <laughs> I, think, I think, yeah. I, so, so... I was going to say... I, Suddenly I, I, Dick I, is eloquent. Yeah, and I, I'm just... I think, I think we're, we're, we're both just looking at you like, what? <laughs> Footprints. <laughs> Okay. This way. <laughs> uh, uh, guys, Sam, boys, uh, we're going to follow the naked orc. Um, sure. In fact, if he's correct, and if that's the way to call Farum, perhaps we should get out of the woods, make camp on the path to there, and then go at it first thing in the morning when we're all a bit more recovered and not in immediate danger. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a mind a little kip. Um. The restoration, I'm still feeling a little bit achy after that. Well, a little tangle with um, Mr. Demon Boy. Not a problem. Come on, and they kind of lead you guys back towards where you left the horses, and you all saddle up, follow out. It take, doesn't take too long to meet up with the guys that were kind of holding perimeter. They look a little bit confused that you all show up covered in blood, like, 
What? How the fuck did anyone get past us? But uh, after Krennic explains the uh, demonic attack, they look a little bit more partially relieved that they're not about to be fired for letting some sort of horde get through and attack their boss, but also <laughs> slightly terrified of demons just popping out of the thin air. As he leads you just a little bit away from the woods, kind of like on the edge, so you've still got a little bit of shelter and cover, you notice that um, the camp hands that they kind of brought with them, the non-soldiers, start helping set up camps and set up food and kind of get ready for a, a good night's rest with all of you. And uh, that's where kind of Kren leaves you and starts going off talking to his men, issuing orders. Actually, you seem being quite like chatty and pally with these people, despite the fact that they are quite lower in station, as you would probably think uh, most guards would be. Yeah, so so while we're setting up, I'm, I'm kind of interested to go and have a bit of a chat with maybe one or two of the guards. Sure. Do you want to uh, just find one at random, or do you want to find... What are you, what are you looking for? Are you looking for someone who looks shifty, or someone who's uh, very stern in attention? Uh, kind, of, kind of, kind of your your average um, got like man jack guard, you know, just just the the nearest guard, really. Um, uh, okay, as you're walking around, you see one guy has already kind of set his tent up uh, next to a few other tents, and he's kind of sat in front of a, the startings of a campfire on a bit of a log that's turned to one side. You see, he's uh, playing cards on a scrap of cloth that he's put down, and uh, as you approach, he kind of looks up like, mm, "Hey, hello, mate, deal me in." Uh, well, I was playing a solo game, but uh, sure, I'll pass the time. He uh, throws you out some cards. He kind of picks up what he had down, reshuffles, and deals himself a hand as well. So I'm not. I'm not really playing. I'm just kind of, you know, I'm, I'm there. I'm there to get some information, but but I'm try- trying to make it look like I'm just there to pass the time, really. Hmm. So, um, how's how's life in the guard then? Hmm. That's not too bad. Most days, just hanging around the palace. It's the uh, first excursion I've had in a while. Good to get a bit of fresh air. Uh. So, who who are you, anyway? Uh, Kren said there was uh, some newbies coming with us, but you're supposed to be uh, able to handle your own shit. I'm really getting... I'm getting surprised none of you guys are recognizing me at all. You're not, not a music fan, though? Well, uh, I mean, uh, I go uh, I go see the opera with Kren sometimes when I have to stand guard. You know, they, uh, they do all that fancy singing, and uh, they got the big stringed instruments and stuff. It's a bit boring, to be honest. You do that? Oh, hell no. Hell no. Completely different, man. Not heard of rock music? Nah, man, what's that? You you hit a rock with another rock or something? <sighs> I just lay, I lay my cards down. I flick the ring off, and I give him a little... little just, just, just a little solo. Nothing special. Hmm. Uh, when you do that, do me a performance. There's lots of people around you, like, setting things up, and some of them are starting to get food ready, and they're cooking a big pot of... You're not sure what, but some sort of stew getting thrown together, and... With a 25. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with a 25, your, your little solo that kicks off, you see a few people kind of stop and listen, and uh, actually kind of give you a little bit of a clap to that. You seem to have an audience to some degree, if you're going to do any more. Uh, well, yeah, see, seeing as I've already rolled for the performance, come on, I, 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 see, I see the encouragement, and... I'm a rock star, so I start going for it. Okay, you uh, lay out a couple of your best hits, I take it? Yep, definitely. Unfortunately, um, yeah, we don't have any licensing for music on this, but um, (laughs) suffice to say, think 80s, think a bit of hair metal, um, power ballads, that kind of stuff. Do you need some panpipes to accompany you? I'm I'm still still rocking it out, but I just give you a nod like, yeah, fuck it, why not? Go for it. (laughs) (laughs) I bring out my panpipes. Let's do some jamming. 
<laughs> does uh does Dick join in with the triangle as well? <laughs> yeah, go and why not? Fuck it. <laughs> right, should I roll a performance? Yeah, you know what? Roll uh, you uh, you roll a performance with advantage as Dick is kind of helping you with his trying to keep time with his triangle as well. Come on, top. Do I also have to roll the performance? Yeah. No, you're aiding Toph. Excellent. <laughs> There's so much. Performance of the triangle. How do you do it badly? You just hold the triangle and go dink, dink, dink. <laughs> Wait until the end. Oh, one thing misses. Oh, no. Okay, it's not. It's... <laughs> so, so, oh. so I'm, I'm, as you start up, I'm just going to start doing the doing like the shaking the head like no, stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> as the first uh few bad notes kind of start sinking in behind you there kurt you, your ear picks them out pretty clearly you sort of step in front of toff very uh <laughs> subtly but not subtly <laughs> and, and uh kind of hope everyone ignores her as she rolls a seven <laughs> um yeah so i rock out a couple of my couple of my hits and then yeah just um Finish up, um, beautiful strum to the sky. Strike the pose, one hand up, and then just drop the drop the ring from that from that raised hand back down. It lands back on my finger again. You actually get quite a clap from the crowd, uh, despite Toff's assistance. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. We're organising a festival. It's going to be in the arena. It's going to be huge. Um, Big Boss Man, he's right behind it. He's going to be one of our main sponsors. So do check us out. And me. Thank you, and I'm just sort of, kind of, yeah, just like acknowledging the crowd and the, the, the you know, the fans. What can I say? Um, I'll, I'll totally sign an autograph if you're up for it, dude. I'll sign your armor. Oh, I'm uh... totally sorry there. <laughs> Going to be worth a fortune one day, trust me. Oh man, I'll take your word for it. And he kind of holds out. He, he picks up the little bit of cloth he'd been playing cards on before. You kind of have his rapt attention now, and a lot of the other guys are sitting nearby just in case you start up again. But they're all starting to eat food now. They, they were very entertained. They're quite happy, and everyone's kind of having a bit of a laugh at the moment. He holds out his cloth and gets you to sign it. Yeah, I'll do a little flourish, my John Hancock. He folds it up, puts it in his pocket. Oh, thanks, man. So that's what I do. And oh. on the on the side, you know, I help people kill stuff as well. Oh, that's yeah. a useful profession. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you guys probably didn't see very much of me. Did you see the giant T Rex? That that was me. Um, my, my my buddy, the the naked orc dude. Yeah, he was he was a T Rex as well for one point. Uh, everyone else just buff, 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 getting everyone like you know into it, giving a bit of a handout in combat. That's that's what I do. Oh well, I mean, I'm glad you're around then. If you're so useful. <laughs> can i say i'm humble um <laughs> uh so listen man um just just wondering you know you know, god life it sounds pretty good um what's the boss man like uh, how's he treating you don't worry i'm I'm not not on the employee i just just intrigued really first time i met him oh first time you met lord karen well oh, he's a nice guy uh he always uh has a bit of time to spend chatting with the guards you hear uh, a lot of these other like noble sorts they don't really talk with their men you know I heard I got a few friends who uh, work over in House Landron. They're yeah, a bunch of cold bunch of bastards over that way. Nah, Kren's a good guy. He'll uh, he'll even sometimes pop down to the mess, eat with the guys. I think uh, uh the old man Barrett ain't, uh, ain't a fan of that, but uh, he he still sneaks off. But anyway, <laughs> that's pretty cool actually. That's 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 unlike most bosses I've heard of. Yeah, I say he's he's a good guy. I mean, he's normally he always tries to put himself. Uh, after all of us, you know what I mean? And, uh, hey, he pays well. Yeah, and uh, 
He doesn't see. I, I know. I don't know the city too well, but most of your kind of upper echelon bigwig dudes, they're always wearing those kind of creepy masks. He doesn't seem to go in for that. Nah, fucking fucking aristocracy, you know. And they don't. They never give up those traditions. They think they uh, they think it makes them better than us or some shit. <laughs> fucking weird, man. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm glad we have guys like Kren leading the council. He can stop a lot of their crap. You uh, hear when he says that, a few of the other guards kind of like, who are sort of eavesdropping in, kind of like give it a, a, a bit of a, yeah, 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 God, he's on our side sort of thing. I'll tell you what, he, he held his own out there. I don't know if you, um, were you, you back here or were you out, out there with, with, um, with the rest of us? Uh, I was on the scouting team. I wasn't, uh, wasn't in the woods, but yeah, I heard it was a bit of a fight. I did it. Did a seriously good job. He was, yeah, swinging that sword he's got on him, fancy sword. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh guy practices whenever he's not doing, like, boring political shit. It's weird. I mean, I've never met a politician or a leader who wasn't corrupt or kind of a dick in some way, so... Yeah, every so often you'll luck out. Normally you swing between incompetence, despotism, and occasionally a good guy. Well, good to chat to you all. Uh, didn't catch your name. Oh, it's, uh, it's Hanson. Hanson. Umba, nice to meet you. Umba to you too, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, me and my brothers might go start our own band. See you later. If you do, you know, we'll 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 headline for whatever events you want to do. You can always use the exposure. Ah, thanks, man. Cool. Catch you later. Uh, and I'm just going to wander back over to the other two, presuming you're still where you were before. Well, yeah, he moved away because, like, I was embarrassing you. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Um, no, are you, I was, it's fine. I had a little bit of lint in in my pan pipes and, and, and like a bit of cotton mouth. So next time I will practice, I will. Sure, no, we'll, we'll, we'll jam together sometime soon, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, soon. Cool. Dick's just looking around like, what are these two weirdos doing? Uh... You guys fancy some food? Should we get some kip? I mean, is is there a watch out, or are we taking turns, or is there enough people to just go to bed? Well, I don't know how much you trust these guards, but if you do, then I don't think they need us. You, well, should we just talk to the boss man and see if he needs anything, or you can do. I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe start cooking up some food by the fire. If you guys want anything, you're welcome. If you want to go find out what the boss man wants, and if he wants to do anything else, that's cool. Are they not cooking for us? You see okay. um, the stew pots there. I mean, they, they're just handing out food. If you go up with the, one of the bowls that's nearby, you can get a scoop. Okay. Well, I'll just... I'll take what's free then. Yeah. I'll keep my, um, my own rations to myself. You uh, you get a, a bowl full of scoop. I mean, it doesn't look particularly uh, gourmet, but it, you know, it'll satiate a hunger. Yeah, Dick's, Dick's going to get some stew as well, and then he's going to go on a search for some beer. You'll, you'll definitely find beer wandering around without going too far. This is a, uh, definitely an army camp, and it's been a long day. Uh, Dick, Dick, Sweet. dude, dude, beer me. Yes, tiny man, you want full pint, yes? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Dick will get him a full pint. Uh, I, tr- trust me, I may be small in stature, but I drink like a fucking, well, what drinks a lot? Horse? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to think of some kind of mythical creature and I couldn't think of one off the top of my head. Like a hydra, I guess. I've only got one head. (laughs) (laughs) Sata? They drink a lot. Sata? Yeah, there you go. Cool. I'll go with that. Uh Okay, so you two start drinking. Toph, what are you doing? Are you going to go try find Krem? Yeah, I am. Okay, as you wander around, you do see that the guards are 
sorting themselves out. They seem to just be operating whether you guys are here or not in terms of setting up shifts for patrols and guarding. Um, it's not too difficult to find Kren. He has quite a large tent almost in the center of the camp. Um, if, there's no guards on the door, but there are guards nearby because they're basically everywhere at this point. But none of them seem to stop you as you approach the tent. You uh, just go inside. Yeah, is it a little peeky round? Uh, sure. As you open the tent door, you see Krenz in there with another couple of people. They're sort of chatting around the table. You've got a map out, and uh, they're pointing to various things and going back and forth. But as you come in, Kren raises his head to uh, greet you. Oh, uh, Tophelia. Uh, good to see you again. Uh, can we help with anything? No, we just wanted to make sure you're right. Like, I mean, we only met like a few hours ago, and and I want to see if the guards need help with their watches or anything. Oh, well, I mean, I'm sure the men would be relieved if you wanted to help out, but otherwise I'd suggest getting a good night's sleep. Entirely up to you. Are we setting off early, like? Uh, yes, we will be. I want to try and make good time. We got a plan? I mean, got a map out there? Oh, yes, he uh, brings you over to the map, and you see uh, it's a map of near the area you're in now, a rough guess. You can see markings of what you assume to be this particular part of the forest, and you can see a path that leads not too far away to this dwarven settlement of Kolfarum. Looking at it, it uh, is denoted on the map as some sort of reasonably fortified small town. Um, the path there is pretty straightforward and clear that you're, at least if you go in the direct route your horses can take it. You don't think it's too far from where you are, at least not on horse. Um, Kren kind of takes you through the idea for the morning. He says they're going to go off early. They'll send the scouts ahead as usual. Um, everyone will be on guard considering the demonic attacks of today, because who knows what's going to burst out and show up, but everyone will be, uh, very much on edge and weapons ready. They're hoping to find nothing, but... From uh, Dick's description, clearly the people who left the caravan were injured and trying to get away. So they're going to try to find these people and keep an eye out for them. Whether they got to the town or not, we will hope to find out. Right, so we, so we might not go near the town, eh? Well, I mean, if we see signs of that the people we're tracking have strayed from the path, then yes, we will follow them wherever they go. But I'm hoping that these people have remembered that we were supposed to have a checkpoint at the town. Oh. Is it a friendly town? or I mean, I don't really know many dwarves, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, yes, quite friendly. Uh, they settled in our lands, oh, hundreds of years ago, far before my time. They are technically uh, part of Ashara, They're, so they are my citizens, but they do keep to themselves a fair bit. Oh. Nice. It might be nice to, uh, to say hello. Oh, you... Uh, do you not see many dwarves? He looks a little bit confused by that, being that you are a dwarf. Well, no, no unless I look in the mirror. Um, I, I didn't grow up around with dwarves, so uh, it just might be nice to see my own kind, you know? Ah, I see. Well, obviously we're there on official business, but if everything is fine and we can get the job done, of course you can spend a little bit of time there before we set off. Mm, seems good, seems good. I mean, uh... If there's nothing that you need of me, I'll I'll just hit the hit the hay, I guess. Certainly, I must have been told I'd be far from sleep myself. It's been a rather more tiring day than I expected. Yes, quite long, isn't it? Especially with those horses. I mean, they take a get used to, don't they? Ah, uh, yes, uh, and all the demons. That I was kind of thinking of the demons. Oh yes, the demons. Mm. 
<laughs> well, if, if that's all. Yeah, right. Then uh, see you tomorrow. See you in the morning, Tophelia. Good night. And then head out. <laughs> Question. <What? I'll... laughs> no, I just, I just want to know how far away from Kren are we camped? Are we like you're all in like... one big camp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is is like our tent near his or not? Uh they have. If you wander around and ask one of the uh, the camp hands, the guys who are setting things up, they'll say that you've got a tent only a few away from Krenz. Mm, interesting. Fair so, so, if you come back with my beer now, yeah, oh, I I assumed while Tuff was doing that that you and me had a beer. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so <laughs> if we're having a beer, I'm going to be trying to talk to you about um, maybe thinking about taking up the drums because I think you've got the build for it <laughs> and, and and the timing, judging on your your um, skills with the triangle. <laughs> dick like triangle dick like play one note ah, fair enough I mean I'm just thinking you know you seem to be pretty good at hitting stuff uh, as long as you can remember <laughs> to hit different things at you know, different times you'd be pretty sweet on the drums well as I say dick is long hard strong he <laughs> likes to hit things yeah he's also quite kind of a weird green colour but you know <laughs> He really, he really pounds away at them until they submit. <laughs> yes, Dick is always down to get the friction on. <laughs> you might, you might um, want a bit of lubrication, Dick. Especially an horse. Oh, God. Uh. Oh. <laughs> so, so, no, the uh, the only reason I was asking about um, distance in terms of how far we are away from Kren is I was wondering whether um, it might be worth Dick almost standing guard outside of his tent, kind of on his own type of thing. That's up to you, but they are intending to set off early in the morning, so you will need to rest if you don't want to take a point of exhaustion. It's up to you. Uh, yeah, it's great. I'll just camp like normal people. Mm. <laughs> you just like sleep at the foot of his tent or something. Yeah, kind of like, um, yeah, not 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 really like you know actually standing guard, but just kind of you know sleeping outside his tent. But it seems like he's got quite a lot of guardsmen wandering around and doing patrols and stuff. And Dick can't really be bothered, you know, helping them out. So, mm. no. uh, are you, are you ref- coming back to us, tough? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm a re- I'll just. Uh... I'll just listen to you talk while I doze off. <laughs> uh, beer, big man? Dick always wants more beer. Bring Montel beer too. I look at Kurt. So I think he's saying he wants two beers. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If that's how you want to take it, then yeah, I guess. Uh, it's, it's my round anyway, so I'll go and make some beers. But, and then I guess we'll just have a couple more beers and then um, hit the hay as well. So, so, wait a minute, so uh, where's Montel from, exactly? Montel, Montel, not from, uh, not from around here. We we meet in the wilderness. He, he great person. He, a really good fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw in, uh, with the demon, I guess. Oh, you saw that, Jess. Montel, hope you get killing blow. Montel, good friend. Yeah, so does he, uh, I don't really know. He's uh, to himself. So I come back. You, you guys, you, I come back with the beers. You guys are chatting about one. Tell I'm like, how long have you known this guy exactly? 
Dick, Dick no Montel since he uh, since he teenager really. Uh, Montel always been there. Montel always have Dick's back. Uh, you know, and and Dick helped Montel too. We we a great team. We help each other. How how old is he? Is he the same age as you? Similar? Dick, nothing to ask. You ask himself. <laughs> Go on then. I'm just uh, all right. So 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 you. you so if you're watching um, Kurt now, Kurt's kind of just sucking his teeth like. Um, <laughs> okay. How old are you, Montel? Dick, you watch Kurt ask that to thin air. You know Montel's like 50 yards away having a few drinks with some of the guards. <laughs> Dick's just going to stare back at you like, what is he doing? <laughs> I'm guessing you didn't answer. You're talking to Fenner. You fucking think? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, never mind. I'm going to just finish this beer and I'm going to go to bed. Uh, Suit yourself, tiny man. I just, I was turning away and I just looked back. What, at me? Yeah, just, just not right now. (laughs) I turned back away again. Oh. Right. Just one of these days, you're going to be stood in combat and you're going to be needing a heel. <laughs> <laughs> and all I'm going to do is I'm going to stand behind you and I'm going to say, Tiny man, huh? Do <laughs> <laughs> you find some caves that you can't fit in? <laughs> just from Rabbit Warrens, just yeah. you and me running around capering. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm not smart here. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so you're all no, going to sleep. I'm going to say yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you all drift off to sleep in your uh, tent. Now, Toff and Kurt, you both have a passive perception of 18, if I remember correctly. Yep. But yes. Kurt, you are drinking, so I'm going to say you and Dick both roll me perception with disadvantage. Question. Is something trying to sneak up on me? No. Damn. <laughs> I got a nine, so pretty poor. Okay. Uh, perception. With disadvantage. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I rolled a natural one, but I still got a nine. A 21! <laughs> yes! <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Toph and Dick, you both wake up in the tent, and it's very it's dark, it's silent, a little bit cold out in the fields here. But you both kind of have this weird feeling that's maybe you heard something. And Toph, as you go to the front of the tent and uh, pull the sort of tent flap back, you look just into the distance and you see a blue cloak disappear into the woods. Guys, I don't know how to whisper in a West Country accent. Guys! 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 We've seen that! We've seen that! Blue cloak! <laughs> Fuck off, all right, Kurt. You do my accent, then, bastard. In fact, Kurt does have your accent. Kurt has learned that people think he's stupid if he uses your, his accent. Quite unfairly, I might add. Yeah, you're very nice. So, it is a bit racist, but people will call me short, and I can't do anything about that. <laughs> but I can do something about my accent. Great. <laughs> classic Dunstonian accent. 
Grease, something out there. Dick, Dick's and just going to burst out of the tent. I'm going to, like, we're all in the same tent, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, guessing so. I was facing away from Dick while I slept. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> For clear reasons. Actually, no, I wasn't. I was facing towards Dick while I slept <laughs> with my eyes closed. <laughs> Somehow facing away feels worse. <laughs> so I kind of try and shove Kurt away. I'm already outside the tent looking to see what I can see. Uh, you, Toph was the person who saw something, so you go outside, you see nothing. The fire that was lit earlier is put out. All the tents are closed and wrapped up. There is no one around. Yards? Well, I don't know. I'm not, I can't ask that. You woken me yet? Yeah. I guess, can we see any guards on patrol or anything? Uh, from where you are right now in the middle of the camp, you just see a bunch of closed up tents. Silly dwarf, wake up, dick, for no reason. Well, yeah, uh, I don't wake you up. You woke up yourself, my love. What, what is it? Well, I saw a blue cloak, alright? So, I'm going to go you have a look. saw a blue cloak? Yeah. Samuel Crone wears a blue cloak. He was probably going for a piss. Well, I'm not going to, like, say that for sure. So, you're going to come in the or what? You're awake already. You you really want to look at Samuel Crone's little Sam? Is that, that it? Uh. Well, it's probably, <laughs> probably bigger than your Sam. <laughs> I doubt it. I am a tripod. Um, <laughs> um, right. Okay. So, a blue cloak. What was it doing? It just went round the corner. It disappeared into the woods. Let's talk. More move. Go now. Okay. Where where are the guards? Surely they'd have seen it. Oh, we can't see no guards right now. Can you? Okay. Let's talk. More move. At that, that's going to wake me up a bit more, because that strikes me as a bit odd. Come on, let's go. All right. Yeah, sure. Let me just grab my stuff. I guess we're going to wander through the camp. Towards the the direction you saw the blue cloak. Have we all had a full sleep? No, you have been asleep the best few hours. So you got your short rest abilities back if you have any, but your long rest ones wouldn't be back yet. Bugger. Got my, got my short rest stuff back. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Shit. All right. This, be- this better be good. Um, I'm sorry so, so, if it's so, not. So I'm looking around for just to see if there are any guards. Um, alert anyone to what we're doing. Sure. As you walk out of the camp, the main camp where all these tents are like closed up, you see uh, two guys stood just off to your right on some sort of patrol route, but they're not moving. I'm going to sort of make my way towards them. Like, not not su- not subtly. Yeah. As you get close, you see that the two guards are stood completely still, both resting on these long pikes, and they are both asleep. Oi! Wake up! Get no response. Uh, for fuck's sake, this is ridiculous. I thought we were being guarded by the best here. So I'm going to walk up to them, and I'm going to kick one of them in the shin. Uh, God. Yeah. You kick him hard in the shin, he falls off balance from how he was leading, hits the ground hard, and you still just hear snoring. Ooh, shit. Right. Um, something bad's happened. Guys, can we rouse the camp? Well, you can try. 
Should I try and hit the um, the I, other guard? I'm if you try and hit him, he falls to the ground just like the other one. Is it? I, I'm just going to... Um... Oh, go on, go on. Sorry, you can do something. I was, just, I was just going to ask: Did the hy- What are the hyena and the ape doing? Are they? Have they not like? <laughs> have they not seen this thing? Are they asleep? They are fast asleep as well, curled up outside your tent. <laughs> okay, so what I'm going to going to whip off my ring, and uh, I'm going to twiddle with it a little bit, and then I'm going to start thrashing with it, and you just hear an ear-splitting whine, the guitar. <laughs> You let out this uh, whine across the camp, and after you've done it, you wait a few moments, and you are just greeted with silence in return. Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, these guys are obviously under some kind of magical spell. There's no way anyone would have slept through that. Should we we check the big boss man's tent? He'd be the big target, wouldn't he? Yeah. Come on. So you guys head back into the camp? Uh, I'm guessing we... Well, what do you guys think? I, I was thinking that um, if you guys go and check his tent, then providing tough points in the general direction of where this thing went, then Dick might have a look for it. See if you can maybe spot the trail or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. Uh, should, do you want to wake up your menagerie, Toff? Well, we can try on the way to... to uh, well, you, can, you can just basically tell them to wake up. Yeah. Well, depending <laughs> if they're under a spell or not. Uh, true. I guess. Um, try. Yeah, so I uh, communicate with them to wake the fuck up. <laughs> they too just stay fast asleep. Oh shit. Bollocks. Okay. Right, okay, let's go see if Bossman's still there. So How you about two... we just go back to the tent and just go sleep? <laughs> uh, yeah, tempting. But at the same time, I kind of don't want to die out here in the woods. <laughs> All right. I've got a message and people need to hear it. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Right, let's go. Okay, okay so you so... two are running towards the tent and Dick's going to the woods? Yeah, we're, go- we're going to go as quickly as we can towards it because to- obviously we're- we know something's up now. So, Yep. Yeah. So you-, you two like it towards the tent. Uh, Dick, make me a survival check. Damn, a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> a Destiny's Child check. A 23! Nice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Second natural 20. Yes! You are yeah, just... so I've, I've got two nat ones in this so far. You've got two nat trunnies. <laughs> you are just the goddamn man of the woods. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> They're both green? I don't know. Uh, he's, he's obviously a naturist. So... It's very true. He gets affinity with uh, survival. <laughs> uh... It's like, it's like hmm, the, w- the wind is blowing slightly on my Johnson here. So... Uh... <laughs> I believe the term is Outlander. <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> okay, Mr. Outlander, you run towards the uh, the edge of the forest where Toph vaguely pointed towards. You look around quickly, like scanning the uh, the area. You notice that part of the uh, part of the grass is bent in a certain direction. You say, oh, that's a footprint. You look close and you see a couple of footprints leading deeper into the forest seem to be made by like a heavy leather boot. Oh. Probably it's- from a rough guess about the size of a relatively tall human male with a natural this, 20. This, 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 this is like his proper Sherlock moment, isn't it? Where it's just his brains working overtime. <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, right, question. Do I, re- do I wait or do I go? Stay or do I go now? <laughs> well, it's up to you. You'll be waiting a few minutes while they run back to the tent. 
or are you going straight in? Fuck mm. it. As far as Dick knows, he's got Montel with him, so he will go. Yeah, Montel is with you. He's uh, helping you find where these uh, footprints are leading. He's like, come on, man. we got to go save him. Think of the money. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going. It would be weird if Montel was fast asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so you run into the woods uh, following this trail. Now, tell me, are you going to attempt to stealth as time goes on, or are you just going full health or other? Oh, that's a question. Um... Yeah, if I start to hear anything or the, you know, the tracks start to seem to like almost get closer together. So, you know, if something's running, it tends to take longer strides, maybe. Mm -hmm. Then I might start like trying to stealth a little bit in the undergrowth. Okay. Um, As you're heading further, the first thing you do come across isn't a noise, but you see a light between the trees in the distance. Yeah, I'll start to stealth as I move towards the light. Why not? Okay. I'll try. Oh, try to. Move towards the light. Roll me a stealth. Just a no advantage. Um, you know what? It's dark. It's night. I would give you advantage, actually. Cool. Because I do have dark vision. A twenty-one. Twenty-one. Not bad. <laughs> That's the oh. highest you've ever rolled, Bunkle, isn't it? For stealth. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are naked. You are green. You're in the woods. <laughs> exactly. You're not Rogar. <laughs> You're not Rogar. You're, You're not, not a Rogar. giant blue dragon in the city. No. <laughs> You, uh, you hunker down and kind of sink low into the undergrowth and start making your way towards this light. Montel does the same, and he kind of gives you a signal that he's going to go try circle around as best he can to see what's on the other side. And the two of you make your little pincer move approach. As you get close to uh, where the edge of the trees is, you notice there's a small clearing about 50, or 50 feet in front of you, and there is a fire lit, and that's what's causing the light. It's casting peculiar shadows that just look a little bit off and they seem to move almost by themselves despite the flickering of the flame. In front of the bonfire, you see Samuel Crenn. He's dressed in what looks like what he would have been wearing underneath his armor, so just like some basic cloth gear. He's still got his robe of, his uh, cloak of office on, which is the blue cloak, cloak toff saw, and he's wearing like hard leather boots, which is what you notice on the footprints. He is stood in front of the bonfire and stood across from him is a creature that you do not instantly recognize. At first glance, it seems like an old woman. She's slightly hunched over and wearing this tattered, dark red robe. But you, looking closer, you see that her skin is blue, even in this faded light. But with your dark vision, you can just about pick it out. She has two curled goat-like horns that go back into her long black hair. And she's got this smile on her face as she's sort of beckoning Kren forward. And that's where I'm going to leave you right now. Okay. Toph and Kurt, you run your way back through the camp and you open the tent and Kren's tent is empty. Oh shit. Fuck, I knew it. I knew it. Shit. Right, come on then. Let's go back and find the big green guy. Okay, so you guys... What did you know? Sorry? What did you know? Did I know? Yeah, you said you knew it. I knew that he wasn't going to be there, but I still had to confirm just in case someone had come in and robbed his cloak. All right. Okay, then. Let's go. Let's go. So the two of you run all the way back. Uh, both of you make me survival checks, see if you can follow the path. Um, uh, 16. Uh, 19. 19. Toph, your memory is working well today. You remember where you saw Kren go into the woods, and you begin to make your way on what seems the path. 
Uh, yep, those guys still asleep. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you see a giant green naked guy run past? No, of course you didn't. It's your fucking shit at your job. Come on. <laughs> so, as they're making their way towards you, uh, Dick, make me a perception check to see how much you hear as the old woman begins to speak to Kren. Perceive! Is this with advantage as well? No. It's almost with disadvantage. (laughs) Uh, An 11. An 11. Okay. You hear fragments of what she's saying to him. She opens as he gets closer and goes, Come hither, O gear of the great machine. Come to me now. Come to your dear mother, Diork. And Kren, you notice, he's walking almost zombie-like. He doesn't seem to be responding as he comes right up next to her in front of the fire. Oh, poor child. Poor, fated child. Oh, the bright lady has wormed her tongue into your ear. For shame, it will lead you to such ruin. And she kind of reaches out and almost strokes his cheek with this clawed blue hand. Such a pity. It seems the crawling chaos already has a grasp upon your soul, young lord. But that is why I'm here. I'm here to save you. To keep you safe. In the only way I know how. As she says that at this point, Dick, do you do anything, or are you staying and listening? Um, Dick's going to look over at Montel and see if he can see him. Uh, you can just about see Montel. His head is, like, ducked behind a bush on sort of the far other side. He's managing to, like, worm his way round, but he isn't close yet. Right, okay. Um, being that he's not close, not going to feel confident just rushing out. So I will continue to listen. Just, just... See if she does anything a bit. Okay. As you're listening, and the fire is flickering, and Kren stood there, she starts to speak again. I'm afraid this is the only way, young lord. Your death would bring too many eyes upon me, and they have so many eyes to watch. But weakness... Weakness they cannot trace back to us. That will keep me safe and hopefully delay their plans to ruin. And you see, as she's kind of like stroking her claw down his cheek, her other hand appears and she's holding a small vial. At this point, uh, Toph and Kurt, you see Dick just ahead kind of like leaning behind a tree and you start to approach. Uh, I need you to both make me stealth checks. Okay. Uh, 14. 14? 10. 10? Okay. Um... Dick, as you're watching, make me a perception check. Okay. 21. 21. You hear a sound behind you, and as you're looking on this scene, for the briefest second you swear you see this uh, old woman's eye twitch in your direction, then goes back to staring at Kren. Ooh. So that's she. Not good. That's not That's definitely not good. She probably knows where I am. <sighs> as that happens, Toph and Kurt, show up next to you. Dude. Shh. Got the boss man. Why are we not helping? I say that that quite quietly, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Dick waiting for Montel to get in position. Fuck fuck this. 
As you're talking, she hands the small vial to Kren, and he lifts it to his mouth and drinks. And he drops the vial on the floor. You see him kind of convulse as he stood there for a moment. And she goes, Shh, it'll all be over soon. Don't you worry. And she pulls a scroll out from her robes and opens it up. Okay, this is where I'm going to run out. <laughs> okay, you're running out into the open? And um, Yeah, taking a swing at her. Okay. As you run out, and she was aware of you, mm. she is going to see you running towards her. She sees Kren's already drunk it and goes, Oh well, perhaps you'll remember this is just a dream. And she casts Plane Shift on herself. And you watch as she fades away. As you get close to Kren, you swing down with your sword and it goes through thin air. I'm going to turn around and punch Kren in the stomach as hard as I can. Okay, then you punch Kren in the stomach. But he already looks pale. And as you hit him, he kind of crumples to his knees. It seems to break whatever spell he was under. And he kind of starts convulsing on the floor. Shit. Make him vomit! Make yeah, him that's, vomit! That's why I tried to punch him. <laughs> stick um, your fingers down his throat. Yeah, fuck it. I'll stick my fingers down his throat. i got big hands. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to cast, cast hold person on him. On who? On, on friend to, 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 well, to, to actually, I'm trying to think about, about stopping him from convulsing too much, but maybe I, maybe I shouldn't actually. It's up to you. Are you sticking your fingers down his throat, Dick? I mean, that's, yeah. 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 Do me a medicine. Oh, right. Okay. I mean, to be fair, the way you're rolling today. We have never rolled this. A six. <laughs> Jesus. You try to stick your fingers down his throat, but his mouth kind of clenches closed and almost takes your finger off. He seems to convulse for a little while longer and then suddenly stops. Healing, guys? Yeah. Wait a minute. Let me... How many what healing spells should I do? Uh, I'm I'm gonna chuck a cure wounds at him. Okay, roll your uh, healing on that. Uh, Eleven. Okay, you uh, cure wounds. You watch as he kind of, you see he uh, begins to breathe slightly as he's lying on the floor, but he is still just stock still on the floor. You just see his chest moving he's... slightly. Is there any point so, in giving oh, him so more heals? I, I, I don't think giving him more heals is a good thing. She didn't say, she didn't say anything about that. She just said, maybe you'll remember it as a dream. But... That's what, are you going to tell uh, Toph and Kurt what she was saying? Because only you heard all that. Yeah, what? yeah. Uh, uh, well, it, 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 in his best way as Dick can, you know. Um, so did they, they saw him drink the vial, didn't they? They saw yeah. him drink just, something. Just we at just the end. got there just as, just as that happened. So... Yeah. So what the fuck was going on? Why the fuck was he being talked to by a woman? Um, we can't ask him. He's all kinds of fucked up. <laughs> Dixie creepy woman, Dixie Cran. Creepy woman, say to Cran. Oh, the darkness has got hold of you. Uh, we try and undo that plan. Give him vile, he drink vile, he go down. Dick takes swing. And now we're here. So, what were you waiting for, exactly? Because you weren't waiting earlier. Dick liked to listen. Dick tried to figure out what's going on and wait for Montel to get into position. This fucking Montel guy's a liability. You're a liability! Where are you? Where were you? 
Where was I? I was going to check that it wasn't a distraction. It wasn't an assassin or someone trying to sneak away. And Krem was in his tent, unguarded. Huh. Should always know. Special man go. No one leaves special man behind. Well, anyway. It's all kinds of fucked up now. So let's scoop him up. Try and bring him back to camp and hope we can do something with him. He looks like he's stabilised at least. But fuck knows what was in that. Does anyone have any idea? Can we have a look at this vial? Uh, I'm to any way we could make him puke. <laughs> you can uh, find the vial on the floor, actually, if you do me an investigation check. Whoever's going to look for it. So I'm going to look for the vial. I'll do. Uh, I'll try and stick my fingers down his throat. Uh, I get an eight, so I'm obviously like, I'm hoping it was still pretty obvious. <laughs> Cookson, can I still do a med- uh, medicine check? Uh, I mean, you can do a medicine check on him, sure. Uh, so I got an eight on that. Did I eight find the investigation? Uh, you do find it. It was down basically where he fell. So okay, ten completely empty as far as you can tell. He took it in one swig. Can I? If so there's, there's nothing, to, nothing to look for, and the, the no traces. I could smell um, it. Traces you don't know about. Like you could do some additional like magical investigation of if you have certain spells, but uh, just look, just like eyeballing it. You're not seeing much. Yeah. Uh, with a medicine check of a 10, I mean, he looks alive. He's breathing. He looks pale as fuck. Was I able to stick my his, my fingers down his throat to make him vomit? Uh, with a 10, you sort of pry his jaw down. You don't know how much damage you did to him doing it because he was kind of clenching his jaw. Um, he coughs up a bit of spittle as you do it, but not properly vomiting. Okay. Let's let's try and carry him back to the camp. See if we can manage to wake anyone else up, and see if we can work out what to do with him. Or we could run away, and because someone we might not blame us then. Well, I think we've got a pretty good description. We did our best to try and chase after him. We found some woman. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even believing it. Should we see if they got a healer in the in the camp? Is there? A, oh, well, I assume there's a healer in the camp. They'll be like doctors and medics. Like they don't have any clerics with them, as far as you can tell. But they'll have like basic uh, military healers. They might be able to see what's in the vial. I don't know. They could smell it. Well, at least if we report back, we can try and come up with some idea of what to do. We might have some backup then. True. I'd say. Hmm, what do we? Maybe. Maybe it wouldn't work. I just. I didn't know if because we all got quite a clear look at the woman. Whether it was like worth doing like a nature check or something to see if we recognize what species she was? Uh, with her, I would let you do either a nature or an arcana check. Actually, mm. not arcana, sorry. A nature or a religion check. I'll do a nature check. Why not? Makes no odds to me, really. Kind of <laughs> as bad as either. Um, I might do I'd... a religion in a minute. I'll, a 15. I'll hit up a nature as well. A five, yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> For one thing, I'm rolling terribly today, and on the other, yeah, <laughs> I'm a jack of all trades in it, but that's about it. 20 for my religion. Oh, nice, and I got a 15 for nature. Okay. With a 20 on religion, and with Dick doing his best to kind of describe what she looked like, because he got a much better look at her with a 15 anyway, uh, you do two kind of piecing it together from that. She sounds like what you remember descriptions of hags, a kind of cruel, terrible, withered old crone that often lives in woods and forests. 
they are literally the creatures that people scare their children with with stories that they will literally be stolen from their beds in at the night and taken away because that is as far as you know something that hags actually do do they are arrogant cruel horrible creatures and i'll say with a 20 from uh, dick's description of her you think she was a night hag who are sly subversive creatures who attempt to see the virtuous turn to villainy they try to corrupt people they're a little bit more devilish than uh, other hags they're very much around collecting people's souls and they kind of act like you know devils would act but they're a bit more human and more of the material plane oh shit did we just fuck up uh, I'd say that was a given <laughs> um, yeah I, I don't think he's going to be the same as when he wakes up no I don't suppose he will be. So shall yeah. we try and get him back to camp? Yeah. Okay, so you uh, cart Kren's body back to the camp. You take Basically, the I'm carrying him, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the only one carrying this motherfucker. <laughs> hey, I've, 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 got like, I've got like his foot. <laughs> I, if I'm carrying him, you can't reach his foot. Hey, dang, it's dangling down. I'm, I'm kind of like holding up with like looking like I'm doing my part, you know? <laughs> What yeah, one foot in two hands? Like, yeah, I've got this. Bearing some weight. The world's shittest poor bearer. Yeah. Oh. yeah, a bit like one of your wedding photographs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you uh, you cart Kren back to I presume his tent. Are you laying him down in bed, sort of thing? Uh, yeah, whatever the medics are. I was thinking, just shouting. Uh, you know, there isn't a, they haven't set up a specific medical tent because no one was injured, but I mean, Kren's room would be as good as any. I think we'll start, start raising the hue and cry as we get back into camp, if we can, if anyone's... You make it all the way back to Kren's tent and kind of lay him down before you start hearing noise of people moving. Oh, thank fuck for that. They're waking up. You see uh, a few people come out of the tents looking a little bit confused. And like, look, so talking to each other, like, what was it? Wasn't I supposed to be on watch? Did I ever sleep? What's going on? Yes, you were supposed to be on on watch, you dozy motherfucker. Dick's going to slap this guy in the back of the head. The boss was taken. Oi, hue and cry. Get everyone important here now. Uh, the guy kind of looks at you like shocked, like, oh, oh, oh my god, oh my god. And he kind of runs off and starts shouting, uh, we need a medic. We need medics over here. Someone get them up. And it doesn't take long before a uh, a man and a woman walk up to you who are kind of wearing not quite like guard uniforms. They seem slightly more customized, a few more extra pockets and pouches filled with like herbs and medicinal aids and stuff like that. They clearly seem to be the, the military medics that were brought along on this mission. Okay, what's uh, what's going on here? You were all put under some kind of spell to put you all to sleep. We saw the boss being dragged away, went after him. He, he wasn't dragged away. Being being, being led yeah. under some kind of spell away from you. We, we caught up to them, but some hag had given him this potion in this vial. By the time we could react, she disappeared and he'd taken the potion. We don't know what was in it, but he fell to the ground. I've stabilized him with a quick heal, but I don't know what's going on. Both of them kind of gasp a little bit. Actually, a hag's potion. God's above and he kind of pushes his way past you and goes to uh, Kren's side the uh, 
other medic kind of looks at you both and goes, So, do you know... Do you know anything else? What, we were all just asleep? Don't know. We woke up. You were all under some kind of spell. We tried to wake the sentries, but they were fast asleep. It was definitely magical sleep, though. We didn't we didn't stay long to investigate any further because the boss was being taken. Oh, damn it. Okay, well, thank you for at least bringing him back in one piece, I guess. We'll, we'll see what we can do. I, I warn you, hags are notoriously cruel. If they've fed him some sort of poison, if he survives the night, that'll be... That'll be luck more than anything else. You shit. Is there anything we can do to help? Pray to whatever gods you pray to. And she kind of walks past you and goes inside the tent. I think one of us will be better at doing that than the others. Yes, I will. Mm-hmm. Shit. Well, that's... Um, our jaunt in the woods just got a little bit worse. Who do you know? Is there... Who's, who's second in charge? Um, the guy who seems to be wandering around giving orders, you actually recognize as the guard from before, Emric. So I'm going to relay the story to Emric in a bit more detail. He kind of spits on the ground when you mention the hag. He's like, son of a bitch, I can't believe we were tricked like that. Everyone asleep? Fuck. He like seems really angry. He's like pacing back and forth a little bit. Like he he almost doesn't want to believe your story, but with Kren back there with the medics, it's a bit hard not to. Damn it, we were lacking our defenses. After the demons, we should have known there'd be magic afoot in this god's forsaken place. Do you have anything we can put in place? Any wards? Any 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 spellcasters in the retinue? <sighs> we didn't bring anyone. We didn't think necessarily in. Frankly, we don't have too many spellcasters, just a hand. What about yourselves? Do you have anything that you can set up? Uh, I have nothing used for a loom, sorry. I think all my stuff is um, uh, is only like a, a, a minute max. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid not. We're not really geared towards protection. Healing, yes, but yeah, we've already tried that. <sighs> Fair enough. We'll double the watch this evening. I'll take some people and put them on extra shifts. You two look exhausted. Get some sleep. We'll, we'll try to keep him safe. If anything changes, I'll make sure someone comes to wake you all up. I was say, Dick's not really feeling tired, so Dick's going to offer to uh, you know help order people around and you know keep a closer eye on Kren himself. Yeah, no offense, Emmerich, but I think you could use the help because. Double the guard, triple the guard, kind of doesn't matter if they can just make you all go to sleep. Uh, you're right, but there's only so much we have at our disposal right now. Yeah, well, okay. take take Dick with you. I think he's too dumb to be tricked by that kind of magic. <laughs> oh, harsh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm relying on Dick being too dumb to pick up the fact that I called him too dumb. <laughs> Dick's just like look, looking at you thinking, can I even swing my sword that low? okay so dick i'll say this if you're gonna stay up and kind of watch over kren and stay with the guard you will take a point of exhaustion to stay up through the night that means you would have disadvantage on ability checks but nothing else Mm. what would i have to do to avoid a point of exhaustion because i have technically had some sleep you had like an hour and a half sleep you need eight hours it has to be a full eight hours. 
it has to be yeah somewhere between seven to eight hours so you can have like seven hours and a bit of mm. milling around having breakfast or whatever like non-exertion but if you stay up all night it's a point of exhaustion the D characters get a lot more sleep than i do i'll tell you now <laughs> i was gonna say yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean i guess I guess you still have to go to sleep at some point, and any time you went to sleep, you mm. strike. Unless we did like sh- a shift or something. Well, I'm more wondering if I was to filter in with the shifts, but almost. Well, fuck it. I'll just tell them I'm sleeping in Kren's tent. You can By sleep his in his tent. Like his tent's quite big. Um, the medics will not be overly happy, but you. I will say that you could probably convince them to sleep on the floor, given what's happened. I mean, just, just, just curl up at his feet. I'm not, I'm not, not going to spend any time trying to fucking persuade him. I'm getting him fucking told. <laughs> <laughs> you see, yeah. as you go back in the tent, they are kind of like trying to treat him with various herbs and just trying whatever they can to stabilize him. You see he's still breathing. Yeah, fuck it. I'll prop myself up against like, a, you know, I'm guessing there's a post holding it up somewhere. I'll just prop myself up against it and I'll sit in there, try and get, you know, what sleep I can but I'm still within, you know, hopefully within like 30 odd feet of him or so. Mm-hmm. Okay then. So, Dick, as you uh, keep your silent vigil for the night and curtain Toff, go to some troubled yeah. sleep, I guess. I'm going to wander off with Toff back towards our tent and I'll be like, I fucking hope we still get paid for this. Mm. <laughs> Doubt it. A waste of good rehearsal time. <laughs> hey, he was going to give you a fucking concert thing exactly <laughs> <laughs> nice and selfless letter Kurt <laughs> hey <laughs> I need to give the people what they want not selfless I'm, I'm just thinking of my fans all the people who aren't yet my fans but will be soon <laughs> so yes as you two bicker and go to bed yeah. Hope with maybe a silent prayer to the gods before you fall asleep there, Toph. Yeah, definitely. We will uh, close this episode out. Shit. Fuck. <laughs> Did not go well. Didn't go great. <laughs> I mean... I yeah. told you he was evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is now. <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that, that something called Samuel Krenz still around. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Well. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I, part of me thinks, man, we fucked up, but part of me thinks, well, we can't, we can't have fucked up exactly because this has all been foretold. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> I, mean, I, I guess it depends on how much of it's our fault that it's fucked up in the future. <laughs> <laughs> there is always that angle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure you'll all listen to this episode back and try to figure out exactly what happened. Maybe what she was talking about as well. And, yep. uh, well, I hope you enjoyed. Once again, something a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was on fire with them rolls. And it was you like... were, you fucking... <laughs> I'd say loaded dice, but we play on roll 20. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad he's gone evil. Well, you don't know yet. He's not woken up. Well, I mean, we don't actually know because she didn't finish her spell clearly. Yeah, we we've interrupted the ritual um, eventually. So, yeah. Well, when you say eventually, it's not like we did anything. Oh, well, I guess we could have just ignored the whole thing and just been like, Matt. Well, 
You are welcome. <laughs> Let's go exactly. back to it's, 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 You saved him. We, like, me and Kurt did fuck all. <laughs> hey, I stabilised him. What more do you want? <laughs> yeah, let's say saved. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I hope everyone enjoyed the episode. And, uh, yeah, if you want to get in touch with any of us, you can find me on Twitter at at TreasonNo or any of my players under their usual cal- character names with at GTMP at the end of it. You can find all of those handles in our episode descriptions in case you want a nice, easy link to click. We also have our own WordPress website with uh, various bits of information, art, lore, background, stuff like that. And we have a Facebook group, which is basically going more or less unused because, frankly, yeah, Facebook. Uh, Facebook's a dead medium. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but it's still there. It exists if you desperately want to talk to us on Facebook for some reason. And uh, I will hand you over to my players to do their own little goodbyes. As usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art Podcasting and the Lost Art Wrestling Podcast. They're available on all good podcast providers, and you can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LAOW Podcast. Also, maybe one day, I'll be in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK. Europe for now. Still going to get a laugh every time. Uh, well, we'll see what Bojo does. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> um, not to get political on anyone. Yeah, if you want to hear more from me, uh, I'm afraid, as usual, you can't. But as usual, I do have another message from our sponsors. Oh, no. My house is a mess from that orgy and demon summoning ritual last night. And my parents are coming over. Does this sound like you? Well, worry no more. Here at Cobalt Brothers Cleaning... We, provide, we pride ourselves on our fast and discreet deep clean service. Your house, business, or lair will be clean spotless by a dedicated crew. Just listen to these testimonials. My tavern was trashed after an adventuring party tried to flirt with a guard and ended up glassing him. There was a big fight, blood, glass, and corpses everywhere. Cobalt Brothers had it cleaned enough to eat your dinner off in a matter of hours. A group of adventurers tore through my crypt and scattered the bones of my minions everywhere. It would have taken me ages to work out whose bones were whose, but Cobalt Brothers did it all for me. My undead hordes are now safely back in their coffins, awaiting the next band of unwary travellers. Cobalt Brothers helped me hide the body. I mean, there was no body. I didn't kill anyone. Leave me alone or I'll kill you. Wow. <laughs> just, just. Slow day at work, love. <laughs> You've still never gone back to that tavern. <laughs> no, really, really not. I'm never going back. Unless it's in, in disguise. Uh, Steve, if I ever decide to become a crime-fighting shit-swizzler who ruins with a bunch of little, little, um, other little whiners at Neverland Mansion with some creepy, old, bald, Heaven's Gate-looking motherfucker, on that day, I'll send your, I'll send your shiny, happy ass a friend, a friend request. Funko, got it? Yeah. Anyone else got it? Mm, sounded familiar, but mm. tweet me if you get it. <laughs> okay. Okay then. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone, and uh, 
we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See ya. Well, well, well. What do we have here? I'm Dr. Evil from the League of Villains podcast, and you seem to be a podcast listener that has stumbled into my lair. But just take a seat. There's no evil going on here or anything of that sort. Nope, nothing like that at all. It's totally villainy, but The show you just listened to is on the Necropodicon Network. We have shows for everyone from D&D actual play podcasts to horror movie reviews and more. Check them all out at necropodicon.com.